Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we do a new character every week. This week, we're going to be doing magic, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Brandon. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, this week, Steven is, I think he's driving a 12-hour drive today, so he will not be joining us, unfortunately. But um, we'll get his take on magic next week. Uh how are the two of you doing? How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing fine. That's good to hear. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. It is a oh, rainy... a lot has actually happened. A lot actually happened while you were gone. To be fair, that I just while realized I you gone. you don't know about. Oh really? What happened? Mm-hmm. I quit my job. Oh, okay. Congratulations. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Now, fun fact, that's the overwhelming response, which is uh, kind of funny. But Well, I mean, it, I don't want to get into the details because... Yeah, we can talk about it later. I just realized, uh, I, I just realized when we talked about that, that there was um, actual information and, like, life things that happened that you... You didn't get to know that about, I didn't know you about. Didn't you're know right. About. Yeah, <laughs> which is usually rare because we usually talk a lot on like Thursdays, but you're out of town. Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. Sorry, but yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm glad because that's you. that was a, you were in a bad situation. It was a really bad situation. It's 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 very relieving to be out of said situation. So, well, everyone out there, uh, congratulate Brandon, and that's all that we need to go into. Brad is trying so hard right now not to use a soundboard. <laughs> oh no, I can't because we're recording oh, my thank screen. God. Oh, thank God! So I can't okay. go over to it. Uh, everyone, uh, Brad found a soundboard and he was playing with it earlier, and it would turn our podcast into a morning zoo. <laughs> so I'm happy that he cannot use it. <laughs> But uh, let's move on to news and announcements. Uh, I don't think that we have any news and announcements from uh, AMG. Uh, there is going to be a tournament coming up today. Not today. This week on Saturday the 16th of December at Lost Legion Games and Comics. Uh, it will be a regular MCP tournament. And come on down. It'll be fun. It'll probably just be Brad, myself, Brandon, and maybe someone else. We'll see. But uh, if anyone else wants to join, come on down. We we would love to have you. Borka did say he was going to try. I think Jared okay. might be trying to come, too. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Um, For those of I... you who have been longtime listeners, you may get to, if you can come down, you might get to play against the original host of this podcast. The better host, as many people wow. have stated. Nobody has ever stated that. Literally, I mean, nobody has ever commented that, Fred. <laughs> nobody has ever stated that. Fred <laughs> is the only one that's ever said that. Because I know myself and I know Jared. All right. Well, uh, other than that, I think that that's it for news and announcements. Um, do you guys have any games that you have played recently that you want to talk about? Oh, me first. All right, Brad, take it away. I finally got to play Shatterpoint again. I ran a demo. It was fun. Um, I lost really bad. 
But he only misplayed like 75 times. I did not misplay. Mm. Did you forget about things your cards did how many times? Oh, uh, yeah, at the beginning of the game several times. But I've n I never played with any of the models I played with in this game. And I also did What were you playing? I played uh, Mace Windu, uh, Commander Wolf, and the Wolf Pack. Nope, that's Plo Koon. Um, Arf Troopers and uh, Pawns. That's who it was with Mace Windu. Uh, and then I played uh, Barris and... Shoot, why can't I think of her name? All I can think of is Hera's last name. Cinderella. Illuminata. Illuminata, yeah. And uh, Clone Commandos. Okay, okay. And he played... Uh, Anakin, Obi-Wan. Anakin, Obi-Wan, the 212th, and the 501st. Yeah. Okay. And he crushed you? <laughs> he crushed me. He, he won the first two um, struggles. What um okay. what our listeners also need to know is the like Anakin and Obi Wan are two of the best characters in Shatterpoint. Obi Wan uh, arguably I was looking the best on, character. Looked on Longshanks the other day. Anakin, I think, had the lowest win rate. Did he? Yeah. Did Obi Wan have the highest? Uh, near. I think he was number two. Yeah. Yeah, I knew he was really high. I could I could see Anakin have falling off because he's kind of like a glass cannon. But I knew Obi Wan was like really had always been really yeah. really high. Well, I'm I'm glad you got a game in. I'm Me glad too. that someone played some Shatterpoint. The the thing is for me, I it's I have very little gaming time, and my gaming time is taken up by. Marvel Crisis Protocol or Song of Ice and Fire, and and chat. I like Shatterpoint. I played a game of it, and uh, I enjoyed the game that I played. It's just it's a distant third to those other two. So I feel bad that I've left the Shatterpoint world unexplored, but I only have so much brain space and time and time. Really more the brain space thing nowadays. That checks. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Brandon, I know that you've played a game recently. I played two games recently. All right. Tell us I, about them. I played Thanos led Black Order in one game, and then I played a Black Order game with Corvus's leadership. Um the first game we played with Thanos, they're both against Guardians of the Galaxy. I played uh, Noah twice. The first game was Thanos. Uh, we played. How many points did we play? I'm trying to remember who all I played. Played Thanos, Corvus, Proxima, and Wong. So, 18. It was Hammers and Gamma, because it's always Hammers and Gamma for some reason. Mm hmm. I hate it's, it. It's just super common. I hate that um, combo. That combo sucks. That combo's and Hulk's best friend. I I have never... This was actually the first time I've ever played Thanos. Um, I played Thanos with the Mind Stone and the Space Stone, um, which was really fun. So, But it went really... 
I, I rolled um, historically bad um, on both offense and defense. I moved Thanos. He moved Rocket on his back point, so I moved Thanos up and then pulled Rocket all the way to my back point and was unable to daze him. Oh my goodness. Um, you must so have Thanos, rolled really bad. Yeah, so Thanos then had an attack, um, didn't do any damage. He brought Groot up. Um, I spent like five attacks into Groot, and I think eventually, well, four real attacks, then a long slap. It's not really an attack. Um, but, I mean, attacks with Corvus that added dice from Thanos, I just couldn't get through and I uh, couldn't get through um, Brute to get the rocket. Like, it was just bad. I think I may have dazed him on the last attack, but it was just I mean, it was bad. And then on then on the flip side Thanos rolled zero defensive successes. Corvus rolled zero defensive successes. Like I blocked like a total of four damage all from damage reduction not from, like, defensive blocks. So Corvus ended up dazing. Um, Thanos ended up dazing. Corvus got killed, like, on turn three. I think I only had two activations with Corvus. Like, Oh, my goodness. This yeah, is going very poorly. <laughs> yeah, it ended up being a really bad game. He ended up winning, uh, winning that game. And then we played, ironically... Was... Um, oh, question, Pro... before we move on. Before we yeah. move on, was he playing Hulk? Uh, no, so he played Cosmic Ghost Rider... Oh, Beta okay, Ray Bill, and then the so he played that ten, and then the three, three and two. So Beta Ray Bill, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Star Lord, Groot Rocket. Okay. So he played that. Um, that's why Cosmic so Cosmic Ghost Rider could portal up, and he got two shots into Thanos and dealt like he 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 dazed Dan, Thanos on turn one, I believe, by just portaling up and taking two six dice attacks like I, I literally blocked nothing Ooh. on either one of them yeah it was it was really bad um this um uh, proxima however did the lord's work proxima actually up and down to cosmic ghost rider oh wow um but she <laughs> was like it's crazy this yeah, game she was, is, none of this happened the way that it's supposed to <laughs> yeah she was the only character i had left but she um also putting stun on cosmic ghost rider boys and girls is the way to do it that's how you that's how you stop the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay. You, you give that boy stun, and it's GG. He does not cooperate, and him having to shake... its I mean, it's essentially a stagger on him. Um, like, he has to shake it. Huh. Okay. Like, he, he can't... Like, because it stops him from getting power from damage and the power from his ability. Like, it just... Yeah, he's immune to a ton of stuff, but he's not immune to stun. Huh. Yeah, like that is the that is the way, boys. I found that I stunned him multiple times throughout um, the two games we played, and that was that was it. That's how I figured out. That's how you do it. <laughs> that's a uh, for everyone struggling with Cosmic Ghost Rider. Find some characters that give out stun. Um, I can uh, put a little list. We can throw some really f common ones together for you. It's not it's not super uncommon, but it is very good. Um, Thanos gives out stun, I think. I think Thanos and Proxima give out stun. I could be wrong on that. There are a lot of characters that have stun on their attacks. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's and it's, it's a good it's, effect. 
it's much more common than I thought because I, I was very able to keep giving it back out. I can't remember who kept giving it back out. I think it was actually Prox. I think I know Proxima does. And it may have just been Proxima that I was able to just give stun out with her um, spender. Quantum Starburst gives out stun. Either way, okay. um, it was you know he played he played correctly and was able to get through. We we it was very noticeably bad die rolls, um, which hurts. But that's also an affiliate. I I have realized that I think most of that affiliation, um, the downtick in that is a lot of it is because it's so dice reliant. Um, the Wait, second the, the yeah. black order is dice reliant. Hold on, uh, like they have all the the stones to make their dice better. Well, it's only, reality is the only one that affects your die rolls. Yeah. All right. Maybe one more. I don't remember. All yeah, the but yeah, honest. I think reality is the big one. Yeah, reality counts. You get to count one skull as. And then a... Corvus can do the thing where he counts blanks. Yeah, I mean, if Corvus, I mean, that was so. Let's go into game two. Let's go into game two. Yeah, let's do game two. Game two, I got to play Corvus. I played all Black Order. I played Corvus, Proxima, Black Dwarf, Cosmic Ghost Rider. And then you I got to play. Cosmic. I played Cosmic. And okay. I, yeah, well, I wanted to play Cosmic in the first game. The points did not allow me to play what I wanted to play, which was. Um, so it, where it was 18. So 18 was tricky because it was Corvus. Pro, I wanted to play Corvus, Proxima, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Which is 14 of the points. Um, when I believe we played 18 in this one too, but I did not want to. Like, I wanted to play Thanos. I, I had a weird fight of I wanted to play Thanos in the first game and then Corvus in the second game, but we didn't get to play second game the second day. So I, I wanted. It was either play Cosmic over Corvus and Proxima, and I didn't. That didn't feel right. Um, and then so it would have been Thanos, Cosmic Ghost Rider. And then a four or two twos, and I did not want to do that. That did not feel right. So playing three wide at 18 did not feel correct, where one of them was going to either be Vader A. Bill or Black Dwarf. Okay. Oh, it just didn't feel good. Anyway, so game two, uh, we played tactics cards. We had to play um, first of the Black Order. Um which, for people who don't know, if Thanos is not in your squad, you can play the card when you're selecting a leadership. Corvus Glaive gains a leadership. It says, when an allied Black Order character dazes or KOs an enemy character, all other Black Order characters gain one power. Um, that, is nice. very, that is very relevant because it was a surplus of power in this game. Um, so I played... Corvus Proxima, Cosmic Ghost Rider, and Black Dwarf, um, who are all pretty big and very killy. He played Guardians. He did not play Rocket and Groot this game. He played Gamora Nebula, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Star Lord Drax. Okay. Um, which was fine. So I played, and then for tax cards, I played Execute, Servants of the Titan. Uh, with Servants of the Titan, I, I, me and Brad were talking about, I think we may have under-anticipated how good this card actually is. Um, every Black Order character can pay a power. You roll a die. If you get a blank or a crit hit wild, 
you go shot cosmic doshard deals a damage to an enemy character within three of them and he suffers a damage for each uh skull and shield and gains a power um literally just free damage i got three free damage um off of it uh which I mean, was able to yeah it was that's, able that's to amazing. take yeah it was able to take out a character um so it was i think i got i got it on all four of them so i gotta do four damage then i just gotta like ping 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 Wow. Okay. Um, I was able to protect Corvus with Black Dwarf a little bit. We played uh, Montessi Formula and Hammers? <laughs> because it has to be Hammers, right, Fred? It just I, has to be. I hate it. I want you it to know. Might not have, it may not have been Hammer. I'm trying to remember what it was. I know it was. Mon no, it was, it was too easy. It was Montessi and Demons. We played Montessi and Demons. Okay. Because it was 19. Yeah, it right? couldn't have been Hammers because it was Montessi. Yeah, it was 19. It was Demons. It was We were straight down the middle. It was Demons and Montessi. So I moved Black Dwarf up in the middle point, um, kind of blocked it, but used his bodyguard on Corvus. I, I, he got to take a tough couple shots from Corvus. He also played Cosmic Ghost Rider in this game. Um, I was able to suck in a Power Cosmic Penance Stare and just let Black Dwarf take it instead of Corvus. Um, Corvus got to do his thing. He got to execute. He executed Cosmic Ghost Rider, um, and took him out. Um, Corvus got to do the Lord's work in this game. Um, he, the, so there was a turn. I had, he, it was turn two, I believe. He had 10 power, um, and I was able wow. to Glaive's Edge Death Blow. So I spent seven power. Um, I got this is this round two. How do you have that much power? <laughs> well, he gets two a turn, and he took like five damage. Yeah. Okay. So okay. yeah, I moved him up into the center. And he took some attacks. So like, I mean, he he survived, but like he barely survived. Um, turn two. The penance stare was later in the game that that got sucked up. That was just me highlighting Black Dwarf's ability to be amazing. He also got a third size four terrain. Black Dwarf's good play him. Um, anyway, so I got a Corvus. Uh, I got a Glaive's Edge and Death Blow into, I believe, Drax. I believe I did it into Drax. Days Drax. So everybody else got a power. I got to do my flurry attack, which ended up dazing Star-Lord. So everybody else got a power. And then I got to... Um, and then off the flurry, I gained power because it was my strike attack. So I was then able... I gained, I think it was four or five power off of that. So I was back up to like seven. So I was then able to Glaive's Edge Death Blow into Cosmic Ghost Rider. Which I got the... Which ended up dazing him. I ended up getting the flurry... And then I ended up doing it into Nebula, which dazed her. So everybody on my team got four additional power um, just from the leadership. Hmm. I also, I rolled, I, 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 my rolls were complete opposite in this game. They were definitely a lot better. Um, I was hitting, you know, hitting triggers and doing a lot of damage. Uh, but when you count everything but uh, shields, it's, you're going to do, you know, 
significant amount you're of damage. You're gonna work. It it works. Yeah, and the so in that leadership really let Cosmic Ghost Rider shine because it kept giving him power that I didn't have to really worry about him trying to keep power. I kind of always had the uh, the psychosis token on thing. him. Yeah, the yeah. psychosis token on him, so he could count skulls on all his rolls, which is really pertinent to keeping him alive. Mm. Um. So I did miss Thank a couple of triggers. Play. I I definitely missed. Uh, I missed a perfect opportunity to play Blood of Despair, um, because it's an attack, and when uh, when da, 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 Black Dwarf was killed, um, I had the power to do a brutal end and play it, and I just I was focused on making sure Cosmic Ghost Rider got to do his justice on wheels. That I forgot to then play Blood Despair on Black Dwarf. So, basically, when Black Dwarf was KO'd, I was would have been able to make two attacks. I was going to be able to make a Hellfire Blasters and then a uh, Brutal End attack, which is Black Dwarf Spender's a dice attack with a Wild Stagger. Oh um, my goodness! <laughs> yeah. So I was I was I, I should have been able to do both of those, but I kind of got wrapped up in um, the rest of the game and I kind of forgot to do that. But it was, um, this game was a lot better. The Corvus leadership definitely helped fuel, like, Proxima, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, um, and made sure Black Dwarf always had power to be able to, like, throw and do stuff that he wanted to do, throw in Bodyguard. Um, so it definitely was useful. It was very useful. I actually liked it a lot more than the Thanos leadership. Uh, being down a Tactics card wasn't the funnest, um, I think I played Execute, First of Black Order, Servants of the Titan, and Blood Despair were my four tactics cards that I played. I have a question. Oh, five. There's a fifth one. Patch up. I played Patch up. I didn't play Brace. Okay. I have a Go question. Um, I'm ready. Does the does that card sp specify that Thanos can't be in your list? Mm -hmm. Can't be on. So like, could... The first line says, if your squad does not contain Thanos the Mad okay. Titan, after deployment, when you would normally select your leadership ability, Chorus Glade may play this card. He gets yep, the following yep, leadership. Yep. All right. Uh, he can't uh, be the I, leader if Thanos question. is there. Right. Okay. So Because I was thinking, like, how how good of a, of a list would it be if you also had Thanos in there? <laughs> but you can't yeah. do that. So never mind. Yeah. I've been toying around with dropping a stone off Thanos just for math purposes. Uh, Turn him into a 7 instead of an 8? Yeah, but I don't want to drop either one of the stones. Show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this show. is what he does. That's what makes him Thanos. Yeah, I don't know which stone I want to drop. I also want to try the time gem on Thanos. Um, like okay. just, uh, it's like a... It's basically a recalibration matrix on a stick. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be probably fine. Since the only problem is, like, Cosmic Portal going down to once per turn and getting rid of... It would probably be space. No. Yeah, it'd probably be space, because that's the one where he moves himself. You'd probably have to keep mind, but then I would have to keep two stones. But I, I might try the time stone. Um, I think the time stone's actually pretty good. I might try that. 
Um, okay. Which brings me into a good segue because I've been toying with this list for a while. I do not own. So for those asking, why didn't you play Super Giant or not Super Giant, uh, the, Black the Black Swan? Swan. I don't yeah. own. I do not own Black Swan and Super Giant, um, which is a good segue because somebody else got to play a game and got to play with Black Swan, and I was very intrigued on how she did. If in our discord chat because i um and this is why this is why i was very intrigued by it so um fred tell us how she did i see i see so i played a game also i played against borka uh i was playing spider foes my list was uh new doc ock rhino uh venom black swan which is kind of the the weird one in the group and lizard and uh he was playing the new cap with Hulkbuster, which is crazy, uh, old Captain Marvel, and uh, Black Widow, and Luke Cage, and which, it was a great game. It, which of uh, the three Black Widow did he play? Uh, a two point Black Widow. There, the correct Black. The Widow. The oldest Black Widow. <laughs> Black Widow has a two point, a three point, and a four point version. <laughs> now. But the 2.1 definitely is probably still the best. Uh, so Black Swan, uh, I took her without the Power Stone. I took her as just vanilla 4-point Black Swan, and she still did quite well. Uh, Black Swan has so much weird tech that's actually really helpful. Like, any time that your opponent rolls a, a wild, you can spend a power to blank it. You have to spend a power for each wild that they roll in order to blank them, but uh, it is a really powerful ability uh, defensively, and it'll keep people from getting their triggers. Like you can make it so that they will not get their triggers if you've got power on her. Uh, and she also has the ability to make your opponent re-roll their dice, which is one of the reasons why I included her in the roster because it would be. Uh, a free reroll, and then she can pay to make you reroll, which is pretty fun. Uh, in a Green Goblin list, I should clarify. But that's not the case in this one, where I was playing with Doc Ock's leadership. Uh, she did die. She died, I think, uh, bottom of round, th round two. Like, she did die pretty quick. But she did throw Hulkbuster, which is always fun. And uh, she did a ton of damage to Hulkbuster. Which I think probably... Uh, anyway, this game came down to uh, Captain, the new Captain America beating up everyone on my list and me not being able to do anything about it. <laughs> we were playing on Hammers, which I was not happy with. Uh, and... Oh, what was the... What was the other thing? It, I think it was uh, Demons Downtown. It was Demons Downtown. And uh, the only person on my side that actually got to do everything that they wanted and live the dream was Rhino. Rhino ended up uh, at one point taking out Hulkbuster and then KOing Captain Marvel in one turn and then picking up three hammers. It was like the best case scenario. <laughs> That's the literal dream for Rhino, yeah. That's... Yeah, Rhino Rhino was the only person who really did a whole lot this game for me. Uh, Doc Ock died like a chump, 
which was really unfortunate. So uh, round one, uh, Doc Ock went up and picked up a hammer, and then Captain America came over, threw his shield at him, and dazed him with one thro- with one shield throw, uh, picked up the hammer, and then round two, before I could even activate Doc Ock, uh, Captain America KO'd Doc Ock. Which sucks. <laughs> I was out my leadership. I was out uh, one of my tactics cards because I had this is our day. It it did not go well from that point forward for me. Uh, I think that it was a closer game than that makes it sound. Uh, I I did get a lot done with everyone else on my team, inclu- uh, especially Rhino. But that being the start of the game really, really put me on the back foot. Uh, oh, also, Captain, the new Captain America, uh, his Brooklyn Brawler makes him absolutely annihilate Rhino. Like, eventually it came down to him beating up Rhino, and he's rolling, uh, he had a hammer, so he was rolling 10 dice, I think, against Rhino, because it, uh, it's base 5, plus 1 from the hammer, and then he gets to add the, the character's size, and of course... Rhino's a size four, so he's attacking with ten dice and just annihilated Rhino. It was a good game. Uh, I got destroyed, but that's okay. That's normal for a game against Borka. And uh, it was fun. I look forward to doing another one, trying out this list and playing with Black Swan some more. I really like the attacks that add dice to the target's size. Yeah. It's a it's a really cool thing that I like that they do. Everyone doing new cap, the new Captain America, is very good. He is very good, and his his like leadership ability is great. His model is great. He's he is a good, uh, a good character. If you are interested in picking up the new the new box. I think there and there's a I saw a post just the other day on Facebook and the MCP page where they were talking about like should they play like the original cap or this cap or you know someone else and there were a lot of people defending like this Captain America like he's very very strong yeah. getting a hit and an attack just to hit it and like getting being able to get a trigger off of the leadership is really really strong. Mhm. It's it's really good. Okay. Well, that's but ironic because Black Swan actually would play really well under. Yes, she would, <laughs> because she has a lot of triggers. There's a lot of triggers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she'd be great with the new cap. Did you ever feel with Black Swan that she would just not have that she just didn't have enough power to do the things that she wanted to do? No. Even without the power stone, she she had enough power to do everything. Now that's because she was in the fray and she yeah. was getting hit. And she yeah. did get taken out, so that's kind of the thing. But uh, I, I felt like she didn't need the the. Uh, that's one of the mistakes that I've made in the past is putting the power stone on her. I think uh, because I don't think she's she, good with the power stone. I don't like her at five threat. I think at five threat, right. she's not nearly good enough. She's she she's too fragile at five threat. She gets taken out, and and also she just doesn't pay for herself. But at four threat. She's got so many tools. She's got uh, a throw that can throw any size, including Hulkbuster. Yeah. It's she's she's pretty good at four threat. Yeah, I realized but that's it for. Oh, 
sorry. No, you're off. good. You're good. No, you're good. I was just saying, like, it's. I think it's a good thing. I like the. I like to see that you're, you know, testing some new characters and mixing some things up with the spider foes. I've played her before with spider foes, but I like her better with at four points than five. Yeah, she fits better. All right. Well, uh, that's it for the games that we played recently. Uh, I don't think that there's anything else that we need to cover. Unless there's something that either one of you can think of before we go to magic. Yeah, I think that that's it. So uh, today, the character that we are covering is magic, otherwise known as Ilyana Rasputin. Uh, she is which five is, stamina is on. Oh, is that not? Wait, what? What, what is wrong about that? She her her actual name is I- Ilyana Rasputina. Oh, okay. Yeah. They okay. have they have fixed it so that it's correct in the comics. Um, is is that um it just didn't make I, it in in a lot of in Slavic languages the the last name is it's gendered. Is gendered. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh her name is Ilyana Rasputina. Uh, she has five stamina on both sides of her card. She's uh, movement speed medium, size two. She is three threat. Uh, and her defenses are three physical, three energy, and four mystic. Uh, Brandon, why don't you go over her attack suite? Her <clears throat> first attack is an energy attack. It's Bolts of Osher. It is a range four, four dice attack. It costs zero power, and it has the ability, after this attack is resolved, the character gains one power. The second attack on this card is a mystic soul sword attack. It is range two, five dice. It also costs zero power. It has the abilities, after this attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to damage dealt, and a wild pierce. Change one of the defending characters' crit hit, or wild crits or shields to a blank. And then her spender is a mystic attack called Dark Child. It's range three. It is six dice, and it costs four power. When calculating successes for this attack, this character adds the number of skull results in both the attack and defense rolls to its total. After this attack is resolved, the target character gains bleed and incinerate special conditions. Okay. And Brad, why don't you go over the rest of the card? Uh, First active superpower, Limbo Step. It costs X. Uh, you spend one to three, place her within that range, and once per turn. And then innate Sorcerer Supreme of Limbo. When defending against Mystic Attacks, for each wild in the defensive role, you can change one of the attacker's uh, crits, wilds, or hits to blanks, and then gain one power for each die change this way. And that's it for the card itself. Uh, but we would be remiss if we did not talk about a very good tactic card that she has that is specific to her. Uh, named after a now defunct podcast I, uh, no, called Journey. It's not named what? after the podcast. The podcast is, I, named, is named after the podcast. No. Uh, Journey Through Limbo. Uh, <laughs> it is an unaffiliated active card, and during Magic's activation, she may spend three power to play this card. Uh, choose another character within range two of Magic. 
place the chosen character within range three of its current position, and it gains the incinerate special condition. That's really handy. That's handy for getting people off of points that you don't want to be on points. Uh, it also, you could use it to move your own people if you were so inclined. If you had to get someone somewhere. So, you can I think move that it that's to take a ghost rider and put him three away from where he's at. Yeah. And not gain it. Yeah, you could. And he'd be immune to incinerate. Even though he's <laughs> clearly on fire. But unaffected by the fire. Yeah. There, there's a, yeah, there's a huge thing, too. Just being able to do this to like a Hulk or just a big body that would have to spend at least an action to get back into position is really, really relevant. Yeah. You move uh, Juggernaut out, out, away from where he wants to be. That Juggernaut's fine with that. Yeah, he just pushes forward. But other characters, like, you get what I mean, though. Yeah. They're... Juggernaut the was just are... the worst example you could have chosen. The worst right? choice. Yeah. yeah. The Hulk's <laughs> the biggest one, I think. Um, the Hulk's definitely feel that a Ma lot. Magneto. Yeah. Magneto, yeah. Have any character that has to spend an action to move that doesn't want to is going to feel it. Magneto will probably have to double move. Yeah, which is rough. <laughs> Especially if you've already ported. Um, I mean, really anyone. I mean, it's it's a really, really good card. And giving characters incinerate for effectively, you know, and moving them out of position. So, like... Not only do they have to move back to get in a position, they also have incinerate on them. So when they get back, they're not going to do as much damage as they would have, and then you get to go into them incinerated. Yep. Yeah, it's a, this is a great card. It's a great tactics card. If you were bringing magic, you are probably bringing this card. Uh, Unless, like, you're really stocked for cards. Do you there's disagree, all, Brad? There's, there's a lot of ca good cards in the game, Brad. That's yes, it. there are. There's just a lot you're of right. good cards in the game. Yeah, it will. If you're playing her in defenders, you're probably taking it because they don't have any tactics cards. Um, Convocation has a bunch of tactics cards. X Men have a bunch of tactics cards. Yeah. Those are the affiliations she's affiliated in. So, I, I think if you're splashing her, you're probably splashing her for the combination with the card, though. Um, and you're probably taking it most times. There are going to be some times where you don't take it. Like if you're playing against, if you're playing in a wide scenario, you're probably not taking it, um, because they probably don't have huge threats that you want to limbo out. Right, right. So, what are your thoughts on the character herself? Let's let's go back to her, the her character card. Uh, I think that that for three points she packs a lot of punch like she's she's got a lot of value here on the card yep i think that a lot more people should be playing her yeah she she's got good mystic attacks like uh and those are worth their weight there are a lot of characters that have pretty bad mystic defense and uh, Dark Child is very interesting because you get to count your opponent's defense skulls as hits for you. Uh, and that creates an interesting scenario for 
let's say it, a uh, cosmic ghost rider, where you were saying that he could counting skulls. Oh, does he not count them on the defense? He only counts them on the offense. He counts. He counts them on everything. Yeah, yeah. He so, counts them on tactics, everything, anything right. where he's rolling dice. Uh, if he rolls a skull on his defense dice against this attack, that oh god, well, they, they're just they're just void. Dice. They yeah, yeah, they're just void. Yeah, <laughs> they that's a wash. It's the same thing with Dormammu. Um, it would come up when um, so like if you count skulls on your attacks, Dormammu counts them on both. So it just kind of voids it out. Yeah, if you're counting them or not. It's a fun uh, effect there on uh, Dark Child. Yeah, on it's really good. Magic. Her attack suite is a hundred percent the reason to play her. Uh, yeah. Mystic attacks are really like some of the most played affiliations and characters right now. I mean, Voodoo's still really highly played, but a big thing with Voodoo is the Mystic attacks. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's also got an energy attack, uh, and, and yeah. it's uh, range four. So it can really reach out and touch a venom or a carnage that's nearby. And a Groot. There's a lot of really highly played characters that are really weak to energy and mystic. So her, her. I mean, we talked about it before. Like she's made her way into my defenders list just because of her attack suite. Um, her attack suite's just so relevant, and it thinks that like her best ability there, the sorcerer, the supreme of limbo doesn't come up because there's not a lot of affiliations that have access to a bunch of mystic attacks yeah yeah the the, <laughs> the worst part about that is it only works on mystic attacks yeah it's really good when it triggers though yeah it is <laughs> i keep uh, i talked to we, me and brad talked about it a little bit on thursday i'm eventually probably going to dive into the world of trying to play convocation even though i don't think i'm smart enough to do it really i, I nice. i'm just I've been on a like testing things and and I've that's one I have all the characters for and I've wanted to play them but boy oh boy do I not think I'm a smart enough human being to do that. I think that you can play them very well. I, I think we'll I see. think the biggest problem with them in this game, like and the reason they're not highly played, is because they are very hard to play. You played yeah, they're magic. high difficulty faction. You played magic at a high level for a very long period of time. You'll be fine. Yeah, I think I'm just hyping myself out of it. When they came out, I was not nearly a good enough player at this game. That might um, be true. I would, I would like to think that that has changed in the last... Because they came out like a year and a half ago, right? It's been a little while. They, it was fall. So... so it was it a was little over a year ago. two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah, it's probably two yeah. years ago. I was real bad two years ago. <laughs> I, I was... <laughs> That was like in the midst of my like 0 and 49 streak. All right, I was real bad. Um, I I would like to say I'm a I'm a better player now. I, I they're definitely they're probably after I figure out um, Thanos and the squad. I like the list now. Once I get that list to a point where I like it, that's when I'll move on. Um, like the testing for fun and stuff. Uh, Inhumans, ah, oh boy, I've I've struggled with creating an Inhumans list. I actually gave up on it, um, and that feels bad. I'm a, I'm gonna get with uh, I'm gonna get with the, uh, one of our friends we're, from yeah, Pittsburgh. And, we're we're for, getting for far listeners, away from the point. <laughs> for the listeners, real quick, 
Brandon gave up on Inhumans because he didn't want to buy Miss Marvel. That's it. That's that's true. I didn't. I didn't. It's not that I didn't want to buy. I didn't want to spend money. I didn't want to spend any money. It has nothing to do with just Miss Marvel. I did actively not want to spend any money. Um, on a list that I'm playing for fun. But to be fair, if she finds her way in another list, she I will I will end up picking that box up. Right, which, let's talk about magic though. Yeah, I'm back on uh, back to magic. Um, I think she absolutely shines as far as like convocation, and I think she's gonna be a really really good addition to defenders. I haven't got to play that yet, um, because no one wants to play. Uh, Defenders are, I mean, the way I play Defenders is not super fun to play against because I play Hulk and Ghost Rider. Um, and <laughs> I I willfully give people the option to say no to that uh, because that's not fun to play against. Bringing those models in a fun, friendly game is not fun for anybody. Um, so, unless I'm actually testing and getting ready for a tournament, um, which will be this coming week, um, I will probably be playing a good bit more of defenders this week, probably try to get uh, three or four games in maybe five games in this week, depending on how my life works out. Um, I'll definitely be trying to test magic a little bit more as well as some other models that I got in that I want to play with them. I mean, she seems like she is definitely worth playing. Uh, I think that she's kind of, she does not have very many like special rules aside from uh she's really good against fred yeah yeah she is <laughs> she's quite she's got like the ability to move around pretty easily with limbo step and she's got a good attack suite and a good tactics card any character and, that can move like can essentially has an ability that gives her a third action um is nothing to scoff at. Anyone that can move themselves and then be able to attack twice is very, very relevant. Yes. And but something yeah. they've stopped for the most part. We haven't got many characters that can do that. Uh, well, we did recently, but before like Nightcrawler and stuff, like there was, it'd been a while since we'd got someone like. I mean, because we got, like, Cosmic Ghost Rider, then, like, I guess Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride, right? Can yeah. both, like, move themselves. Like, before them, like, it had been a while since we got someone who could do that. That I can remember. Oh, man. I'd have to go... I'd have to think back through all the characters, oh, and I can't do that right now. <laughs> I know Juggernaut can pretty easily. That was... Rhino can... can. Rhino may have been the last one, and that was a year ago. It was more than that. It was a while ago. Rhino came out at the beginning of the year? Beginning of this year. Really? I believe so. January of this year, I believe. It was like the first week of January. Okay. Okay. I could be, I could be wrong. It might have been a year ago. You it might be right. Like two years ago. But I thought it was the beginning of this year, because Rhino came out, and... I, I use Rhino's release as like a point, a changing point, and when I felt like I actually like passed some of the people in our local meta and like skill wise in this game, or like when winning wise, like that's kind of when I started winning tournaments and events and stuff. Was after Rhino's release. 
Okay. I mean, he's he's very good. But uh, all right. I think that that's all that we have to talk about magic is what I was gearing up to because she's got kind of a simple card. Uh, it was Brad, released January uh, 13th of 2023. Okay, there you go. January 13th. Uh, we need to give her a letter grade. Uh, I think that I would like to go first. Uh, I'm going to give Magic a solid B plus as a character. I might be... I don't know. I'm going to stick with that. Uh, I, I might be underselling her because she is quite good. I'm giving her a B plus. Uh, Brandon, what are you going to give Magic? Uh... Yeah, I mean, she, I don't. I don't think she's an A, uh, but I do think I think I was I was re- I was in between B and B plus. Um, the attack suite is just getting better and better the more this game is releasing models. Um, so I, I want to go B. I think I think B is really fair. I think it's a really good spot because there are times like if you're playing against a, a like if you're playing against even like. Um, asgard or like defenders lists that don't aren't weak to mystic and energy i'm not sure at that point she does quite enough so uh, i'm gonna go with b okay and brad what are you gonna give to magic uh brandon's right she's a b she's very solid she should get played more often Um, yes we have said it many many times that she she is criminally underplayed she is a forgotten about model because she didn't get a card that turned sideways and she should see more play than she does. Do you think that part of her being forgotten is that she was packaged with uh, uh, Cyclops? Cy- no, no, not Cyclops. Colossus, sorry. Uh, Colossus, there you go. And Colossus uh, was bad. And Colossus was bad. That box was also impossible to find after it came out. Like, that was one of those, like, really... Um, under like underproduced, underproduced boxes like they that that box is still really hard to find um from what i have been how i've been told like i, I know that might I be why some... people aren't playing magic that might be the yeah. thing is no one can find her because i remember someone mentioned like oh i really want to get like colossus and it was just finding colossus <laughs> yeah was very hard well so... Uh, hopefully they will do another run and put some more boxes into circulation. I think they should, especially with, uh, uh, Colossus getting a revamp. Uh, yeah. Colossus is going to get a lot more play. Yeah. And Magic didn't get a revamp, but. She didn't need it. She's good enough. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like Lizard. Like you just look at the card and it's like, this is enough. Yeah. It's like, not she's like not, and she's not as good, good as Lizard. I'm not saying she's as good as Lizard. Um, Lizard's one of like the two best three pointers in the game. Like I, she's not as good as Lizard, but she should be in that play. Like you should be playing this model more often. I think it's the five health on both sides that scares people away. I mean, she's got pretty good defense for a three pointer. It, it scares me away that the, okay. even just rolling three physical with yeah. five health doesn't feel. Yeah, great. Good. A lot of it too. If you get th- stuff thrown into you, like you're almost using your brace to protect magic, um, which doesn't always feel good. But I think yeah, she's still criminally underplayed. 
she's she's in the she's in a she's in the tier one of three threat characters she she's not s tier and three threat characters but she's in a tier one like she should see way more play than she does yeah all right uh well brad uh do you have any comic books that feature magic i know that you do <laughs> i sure do. i don't think he likes mutant i don't think he likes mutant based comics <laughs> i'm not even i'm not gonna respond to that i knew exactly which three comics i was going to recommend uh immediately for magic the first one is the magic miniseries from the 80s by chris claremont and uh various artists i think it changes every issue uh this is how the six-year-old iliana rasputina uh gets sucked into limbo which is one of the hell dimensions and is raised for seven one years of. by a dark sorcerer uh teaches her magic and stuff and plans to sacrifice her to bring the elder gods to earth um there's she runs into some versions of the X-Men that were also caught in Limbo. It's really, really good. It's very dark. There are allusions to some bad, bad stuff that happens to her while she's there. Uh, but it's good. Yeah, that's horrifying. it for that one. How many hells are in this this universe? Because <laughs> uh, there's like fake hells and then real hells. <laughs> there are multiple characters called hell. Yeah. <laughs> there, There's a bunch. And there's a bunch of devils. There are a bunch of devils. There are. No, devils. Doubles? Are you thinking doubles, D-O-U-B-L-E-S? No, devils. D-E-B-I-L-S. Devils. They're like devils. I don't even know what that word is. They're yeah, like I, I, they're like devils, but they're they're not as scary. They're devils. I hate you. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> What's the uh, next comic? The next comic <laughs> is New Mutants, uh, seventy-one through seventy-three. This is part of the Inferno crossover, but it is pretty much separate from the rest of Inferno. So after she gets out of Limbo, she joins a team of young mutants called the New Mutants, and she's friends with them. And then in this comic by Louise Simonson and Brett Blevins, uh, a clone of Jean Grey is sacrificing babies, including her own, uh, to bring Limbo to Earth and combine them and so there's a bunch of demons running all around new york city and magic and her friends are there to try to stop it if they can hmm. oh if you want more to read... of these dang jean gray clones how many how many different versions of Jean Grey and Cyclops have there been in this universe? Uh, one Cyclops. Two I mean, Jean, it's more two Jean Greys. You mean other than the original? No, counting the original. So there's only one Cyclops. Wasn't doesn't isn't there a Cyclops from another universe that comes in? No, 
I don't know. You know what? Never mind. There it's, are it's so there are comics. I can't keep there are comics all. about other universes, but I guess if you're counting other universe versions coming to the main universe, there are three Jean Greys. But that's still not that many. Mm. Yeah, it's still not that many. It's you know more than what there should be. It's you know two more than the norm. He just talks about Jean Grey so much that it makes you think there's a million versions of her. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, if there was another me, it would be the craziest thing that's ever happened. (laughs) Uh, Like, like, if there was a different version of me. That's like once a year in X-Men comics. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's what I'm saying, is that it's a bananas... Anyway, whatever. Go on. Go ahead. If you're reading Inferno anyway, you might as well read the Daredevil tie-in where Daredevil fights a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> what? The demons... is it is it because it it's the best thing to fight him because he can't hear anything while it's on? The demons start possessing like objects and attacking people. And so he gets attacked by a vacuum cleaner. I think that my answer was the correct one. I I mean he Whatever. can't hear anything because it's making too much noise. Okay, and then the third comic for Magic is New Mutants Dead Souls. This is Matt Rosenberg and Adam Gorham. Uh, Magic has been gone for a while, and now she's back. And no one's quite sure how. And she's leading the team, and they're fighting against Karma's evil brother. Uh, there, there's a lot going on in this comic, and not everything is as it seems. And this is the first time the current magic, the current version of magic, shows up, and that character has become very popular. Um, so this is kind of where that started. The like last page of this comic series is so good read it okay i will tell you this uh i played the game uh midnight suns it was a firaxis game that came out i think a, a, mo- a little more than a year ago and it was outstanding and uh magic plays a very prominent role in that game and I like it made me like her character quite that, a bit. That is the character you first see in this run of comics. That version of the character. Okay. That's where her current personality and stuff starts being developed. It's like more more solidified yeah. who she is and it's just what a she does. different version of who she is. So like the eighties version where she's part of the new mutants is very like She's a full-fleshed-out character. But she is different than she is now. Mm-hmm. And it's... And all of that comes down to trauma and dealing with trauma. She has now mostly gotten over her trauma. So she has grown and become a different person than she was before. Well, there you have it, everybody. 
Is that, was that it for yep, that's your magic it. Those, recommendation? Those are three great magic comics. Read them. All right. Thank you, Brad. Uh, Brandon, what what affiliation does she work best in? Uh, I mean, she works really good in the affiliation she's um, already in. I think any I think the, the thing you really want to focus on with magic when you're splashing her um, are affiliations that don't have a lot of mystic energy attacks. Um, some key ones that come to mind are going to be your spider foes of spider foes, uh, criminal syndicate. Also, um, a free incinerate. If you're having trouble with Hulk, I think it's a she's really good tech against Hulk. Um, with the ability to push him three, give him incinerate, and then you can um, dark child him. Like, or like but when he gets back, you know, you have that ability to dark child him, um, as well as thing. Um, Spider foes was one I was actually really leaning towards. I I like. Uh, I just I think it's a good splash of just abilities. Like they don't have. They definitely don't have mystic attacks. I think they have one or two energy attacks in affiliation. Maybe. Well, Maybe they just... have Mysterio, but you don't really play Mysterio. Yeah, Mysterio doesn't better count. than Mysterio by far. Yeah. If if you're playing Mysterio for mystic abilities, like play magic instead. Um yeah. being able to dark child to give bleed and incinerate, being able to push a character three um and give incinerate is really, really good. Or place three, sorry. Yeah, but um, it, it's an important difference. <laughs> Yeah, he's also you can really put good. Put them on the other side of a building. He's also really good, like anti-tech, um, because of the mystic, like the source sorcerer supreme of limbo. So if you are going against um, someone that has mystic attacks, like she's really good tech to kind of bring in to give yourself a little bit more of a fighting chance, mm-hmm. um, since you probably don't have that um, at all because you know no one in your affiliation is strong against that. Um, Allah. If you've ever been incinerated with Rhino and had to face a mystic attack, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it, it feels real bad. Um, pretty much the whole affiliation feels pretty bad in those against magic. Magic feels really good against them. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's. I think she's more of kind of like, and I, I, I would like her as like an anti-huge threat piece, and um, just kind of, if you feel like you're struggling against mystic and energy attacks, um, which Fred has had to play me a lot recently, and I think he's felt that more than other people would. Um, energy and Mystic Attacks are in a great spot right now and um, just where the game's at. So I think she's a really good just kind of tech piece. That She might not be great in six months, but like right now she's going to feel really good because um, a lot of people aren't in a good spot with Mystic and Energy Attacks. Yeah. That's definitely true. Okay, and so so we're ta- we're saying spider foes. Is that what yeah, we're saying? Yeah, yeah, uh, spider foes. Yeah, yeah. Doc like Ock it. spider foes. Doc Ock spider foes. I was gonna say the exact opposite. I think that she doesn't get a whole lot out of him. I think it's better. She's better with Green Goblin. I just think Doc Ock's so much better than Green Goblin as a leader. I I agree. I agree so, with you. I think I'm more forcing people to play the correct version of spider foes. Yeah. All right, yeah, well, I think I think leadership wise, um, it's goblin. He gets goblin more out bit, of green goblin. Yeah, being able to try to get an extra damage through like soul sword. If you hit the pierce and can make them reroll a dice into like a blank, and basically effectively getting a double pierce, you're in a good spot. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, the only thing that's left is my non sequitur recommendation. Uh, and so uh, yesterday I had the the pleasure of seeing the what what everyone is saying is the final film from Hayao Miyazaki, uh, The Boy and the Heron. And that is going to be what I say that everyone should go watch. Uh, it is the most Miyazaki movie that it could ever be. It, it, it features a, a young boy filled with regret who travels to a different world, kind of fitting with, uh, with magic, a little bit, uh, and encounters beings and challenges that make him rise to the occasion and become a braver and more capable person than he was before. It is a movie about the... Uh, the failure of generations past. It is a movie about building a world that you want to be in, and it is also gorgeous on a level that is hard to describe for being a hand-drawn movie. And and it is. It's mostly hand-drawn. So if you see it, think about that and think about how beautiful of a movie it is. This is and so funny because I was going to ask you if you've seen this movie or knew anything about it today. Oh, man. I, I, I am a huge Miyazaki fan, and I loved this movie. I loved it. Uh, I, I don't think I've processed it enough to say where I think it... I don't. It's hard to say that anything ranks in the Miyazaki, like, oeuvre. That's uh, a... It's a That's hard a thing. That's a yeah. It's like everything is a masterpiece, <laughs> uh, and th- this one certainly ranks amongst them. That's what I will say. Did you watch the dub or the sub? I watched the dub, and I thought it was uh, very well done. The a cast, very good dub. The cast is crazy. For the, the cast dub. is bananas. It's, uh, yeah, guess it really who, is. Guess who the heron is. And uh, when you hear the heron, like, it, it, look up the trailer and listen to the heron's voice. And then when you think about who it is, you're going to be blown away. Because it's, uh, uh, the heron is played by Robert Pattinson. And he sounds just like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I say that because Willem Dafoe is also a voice in the in the movie. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. Y'all should watch it. I've been to the movies twice this week, ironically, and both times I was extremely intrigued on The Boy and the Heron, and neither time did I see that. But You gotta see it, man. You gotta see it. It's beautiful. I would argue that I saw the better movie, the, probably the only movie in theaters that's better than The Boy and the Heron right now. I'm, I'm curious to know what you saw. Uh, Godzilla minus one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's... Which is absolutely phenomenal as well. I've um, heard it's amazing, and I want to see that as well. It is the highest rated movie of 2023. Okay. It has well, passed Oppenheimer as the highest rated movie of the year. Uh, did you see Shin Godzilla? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it came out. it's, is it like, does it meet that level of quality of it? Just, it's, it's better. Yeah, it's, it's better, better than Shin Godzilla. Yeah, okay, it's better than Shin Godzilla. It is a monster movie. It's a Godzilla monster movie. It's not a Godzilla savior movie or anything like that. It's an ab- it's actually a Godzilla monster movie, and they do a very very good job. Um, 
it is subtitles like you are going to have to um you know read yeah um there is no dub or there's no current dub i hope they don't do one i think it would probably ruin the movie yeah uh, it's 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 okay to dub an animation movie movie i don't think it's okay to dub like a godzilla yeah you're, uh, but you're it taking is, it the is... voice away from the actor who p- portrays the character yeah, it's definitely a suspenseful uh, monster movie, but it's got a lot. There's a lot going on. It's it's really really good. Um, there's yeah, like I said, I think there are three really good movies because the prequel to The Hunger Games is what I saw last night, and it was also very good. I've heard that that's great as well. Yeah, this has been an amazing year for movies. Yeah, and it's funny because I feel like this is a year probably the lowest amount of people. This is probably the lowest like year in the past twenty years of people actually going to the movies. No, I disagree. It's 2020, 100%. <laughs> that's, well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, the non-COVID impacted year, but I feel like... I, I don't think... I, I think I've only seen two movies in theaters this year, maybe. No, I saw Avatar. I've seen three movies in the theaters this year. Well, I think the part of it is that uh, there was, like, this glut... that We're, we're benefiting this year uh, in a couple different places from a glut of, like, cultural and artistic goods that were held up by COVID. That's like That's movies fair. that were put on hold and video games that were slowed down. Yeah, and this, this movie technically came out video games as well. Yeah, and this movie technically came out in Japan. Uh, I'm not sure when it came out, but I don't think it was Godzilla minus one. Yeah, it came out yeah. in Japan well before it came out here. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly when it came out. I think it was like the beginning of this year or something of that nature. Man, I want to see that movie so bad. <laughs> uh, it came out in October, so it came out in October in Japan. I should go see that sometime soon. You should. It's good. It's about, I think it's right over two hours or right right at about two hours. Okay. Uh, it's it's a good watch. It's There's a lot. It's it's never, you're never really bored. It's it's a good watch. You would really, really enjoy it. I would very much enjoy it. I, I got to watch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but that is it for us today. Uh, everyone out there, uh, pick up magic if you can find her box uh, and take that in every way that you can. All right. See everybody later. Goodbye. Goodbye.